0: You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the Farm D Money Podcast, where certified financial planner Derek Delaney brings financial education and observation to help pharmacists navigate their most important financial questions. Welcome in, Farm D Nation, to episode number 35 of the Farm D Money Podcast. I am your host, Derek Delaney. Thank you all for joining me today. Money for a lot of us is a very sensitive subject. I think more people, if the statistic I read yesterday was correct, that more people are actually afraid of discussing their money than they are of dying, which makes sense. Money is an extremely stressful point in a lot of our lives, regardless of how much you have. And it's a very delicate topic to discuss and to delve into, specifically if we're doing it with another person, and it doesn't come any easier if we're trying to better our own selves within the privacy of our own home when it comes to money. And that is exactly what a lot of people try to do whenever they feel that stress of personal finance, is to try to mitigate that themselves as best as they can. And the easiest way they go about doing that is by creating a budget. They think that budgeting is the end-all cure-all because they heard it in a number of different places and they talked to a number of different people and they've come to the final conclusion that a budget will fix all of your poor money habits and it will change your life around and you won't have any more anxiety about money and all your financial troubles will go away if you can just create this budget and get your spending in order. And what usually happens is people get really pumped up and they create a budget and it all goes sideways. Things never end out working the way you anticipated or things never end out working the way you hoped. And that's because in my opinion, budgets don't work and people need to move on from the idea that budgets are gonna come in and shape up their finances in any meaningful way. That is long lasting. Budgets may help for a very short period of time, but just like New Year's resolutions for people who wanna lose a bunch of weight, It never lasts and you end up falling back into old habits and you end up back in the same situation you started in. And that's usually what happens when it comes to personal finance and people who think that budgets are going to be the end all, be all, when it comes to fixing and changing and improving their financial situation. So budgets aren't the answer, what are? In this podcast episode, I'm going to walk through a couple specific reasons why I don't think budgets are something that anybody should rely on long-term as a way to help better their financial situation? And if budgets aren't the answer, what can people do instead? What are things you can replace a budget with that will really have substantial impact on your financial situation moving forward that not only will help you in the short term, but will create habits and instill certain things inside of you that will allow you to continuously be proactive and allow you to make good decisions when it comes to your money long-term, not just in the near term when you feel like making changes when it comes to your personal finances. Why don't budgets work? What are the issues with budgets? And why are they something that everybody should avoid if you can? Well, the first thing that I hate when it comes to creating a budget, regardless of who you are or what financial situ- situation you find yourself in, is that creating a budget assumes that you're spending and your expenses are always going to be linear. They are not. Life is not linear. When you sit down and you have a pen and paper in hand and you go, I am only going to spend X amount of money every single month on groceries, or I'm only going to spend X amount of money every single month on going out to eat. That next month, chances are you're probably going to blow through that number or come up way short, which Either case is not good because it doesn't meet what your expectation was at the beginning of the week or at the beginning of the month based on that budget. And the reality is it happens like that because how you spend your money every single month on something like going out to eat or on Amazon or Costco or something like that is not dependent on what you want to spend. Or what you plan on spending in any of those areas. It's completely dependent on your external environment and what you're forced to spend in any of those areas in any given month. And the external forces that are forcing you to spend your money on those things don't care what your budget is. For example, a lot of people go, well, I'm going to budget X amount of money every single month that I spend at Target. And let's just say you have a young family. And one of the main purchases you have at Target every single month are buying diapers for your baby. Well, if you go, I'm only going to spend $200 every single month at Target, in the back of your mind, you know, 100 of that 200 is usually in diapers. That's great. But what happens during months when your baby gets sick and you run through a lot more diapers than you usually do on a given month in any given year? Well, you're going to blow through that budgeted amount you have at Target. And once you get to the end of the month and you see that, you're going to feel really bad about yourself. It's going to completely throw off your entire budget and now you're back to where you were at the beginning of the month, and that budget didn't help you at all. So budgets assume that spending and expenses in life in general are linear, and you can actually control what you spend, which in some context is true, you do have control, but budgets really define that in a way that is unrealistic for you to meet every single month. So again, budgets assume that spending and expenses are linear, and they're not, and if you try to force yourself to create spending that is linear in your life, you're going to find that it's not going to be a reality you can live by, which is going to be disappointing. It's going to result in failure. And in the end, it's going to prove that you taking time out of your life to budget isn't helping whatsoever. The other reason why I don't think budgets work is because they actually give you permission to spend, which is the exact opposite of what you're trying to accomplish. Let's just say you're rolling through a month and You said that, you know, I budget um, uh, $500 every single month that will allow me to go out to eat. And all of a sudden you get to the end of the month and you realize that because certain stuff happened during the month that you didn't expect, you didn't eat out as much as you thought you did or that you thought you usually would. And then you think to yourself, well, I have all this money left in my budget in this category. I can go out and spend and go out and eat and put more expenses into this category and fill it up. Then you get to the end of the month and you realize you filled it up, but you also had other expenses in other areas that were far more than you anticipated, so again, your budget blows up. Giving yourself permission to spend takes any sort of discipline out of the spending equation, which is exactly what you don't want. Having a budget gives you the opportunity to spend, it gives you permission to spend, In some months you shouldn't be spending money on any particular thing that will get you to the certain budgeted level that you wanted. The other reason, again, that budgets are not the greatest tool in the world when it comes to improving your financial situation is budgets are reactionary and they're almost 100% based on emotion and not the reality of your actual situation. So usually what happens when people create a budget is they sit down and they go, I feel really bad about how my previous financial life has shaken out because I think I spent too much money. I'm going to sit down and write out where all my dollars are going to go from this point forward every single month or every single quarter or every single year. And usually those totals that you tally out for yourself on that budget is based off of emotion that you have recently experienced, based off of poor spending behavior that has gotten to you, that has gotten you to this point to begin with. So as you're writing that out, you're going to put bigger emphasis on things that are less of what is actually the reality of how you spend your money. For example, if you go out to eat quite often and you think that that's the reason why you're always spending way too much money, you're gonna sit down and you're gonna put a hard limit on what you can spend every single month when it comes to going out to eat. And that might sound great in the near term, but the long term, it completely displaces the reality of the habits you have that create how you live your life from month to month to month where if you don't spend that money going out to eat, then you have to spend that money going to the grocery store because you have to eat. And now that you're not used to going to the grocery store, you may spend a lot more money at the grocery store than you think you otherwise would have. So now your grocery bill goes up a lot more, but your going out to eat comes down, which ends up evening out altogether, but you're less happy because you'd rather go out to eat than instead of spending money at the grocery store which again creates this emotional cycle where next time you create your budget, you're gonna put a harder line on that grocery bill, which again is going to force you to spend more money on going out to eat, which does no good because then you just keep flip-flopping back and forth and the budget never really works and you're back in the same situation three, four months from now than you were at the very beginning. So again, budgets are very reactionary. They're created based on emotion and not the reality of your situation, which is why they technically end out not working in the long term. And then the other thing I really don't like about budgets is because they don't factor in the other side of your equation, and that is your income. What if you are really good with your money, and what if you are very frugal, and you're very delicate on where you spend money and how much, but at the end of each month, you end up spending more than you bring in? And you may think to yourself, well, I need to create a more detailed and a more strict budget, and the reality is that might be the exact opposite of what you need to be paying attention to. You may not have a spending problem. You may not have an expense problem. You may end up having an income problem. If you have a really good idea of how you spend your money and you've instilled good habits in yourself and you feel that the way you spend your money is in line with a mature adult and you're not overspending in any specific areas, but you're still coming out at the end of each month behind, you may not have a spending problem. You may have an income problem. And realizing that will help you come up with solutions to improve the the income side of your equation. You may end up getting the courage to ask for a raise at work. You may end up looking for alternative jobs that pay you more money. These are all healthy things when it comes to your finances, but if you're just relying on a budget, you may totally forget about the income side of the equation, which is just as important or maybe even more important than how you spend your money over the long term. So again, I am not a big believer in budgets. I've seen over and over again for a number of different reasons why budgets don't work at every age. We're not just talking about somebody who's fresh out of college or a new family. We're talking about people who are in the prime working years of your life, all the way up to people who are getting to ready getting ready to retire, and also those who are already in retirement. Budgets aren't a great way to help you manage your money proactively that is going to drive positive results into your future. So what can you do instead? My recommendation always has been track your spending. Have a really good idea and have your pulse on how much money you actually spend and where those dollars go. Don't try to control how you spend the money. Just make sure you tally up the damage at the end of each month or at the end of each quarter because that will give you a really good idea of where your money is going, and it will give you logical, real information that will allow you to change your habits moving forward, which ultimately is going to help you keep your spending in check a lot more than what a budget would. And people forget, but this is actually how humans used to do it before things became electronic. They used to go out and they used to buy things and they used to write out checks and then they'd take the, whatever they spent on that check and put it in their checkbook ledger, And then at the end of each month, they tally it all up and make sure it matched with the balance they had in their bank account. And what that did is it allowed them to come face-to-face with the reality of the decisions they made throughout that month. And then they could logically go, well, is this really how I want to be spending this money? Is this really how I want to be living my life? If it is, great. If it's not, you have the numbers right there in front of you that you can go back and go, you know what? We did spend too much money on XYZ, next time we come across this opportunity in the future, I'm going to think twice about it. And you come across that situation over and over and over again, it now starts to reinforce good habits within you, where when that situation comes up again a year down the road or two years down the road, you don't have to think twice about it. You make the smart decision based off of those habits that have been instilled within you, based off of coming face to face with the reality of what it was like when you used to spend your money on that sort of thing. The other thing I like about tracking your spending is it gives you insight to what your situation actually is, and it allows you to make future decisions based on logic and not emotions that you're feeling at that time. One of the the big things I think spending tracking does is it gives you a big picture, a whole picture of your total spending. Where I have encountered a lot of people many times in their life where they go, we spend way too much money on Amazon. We spend way too much money at Costco. And I go, great. Why do you think you spend way too much money in these places? And they go, well, because it takes up the majority of our expenses. And I go, is that a good thing or a bad thing? And they go, what do you mean? I go, a lot of people end up spending a lot of money on a cell phone. And they agree with that, and I go, well, the reason you're able to spend a lot of money on a cell phone is because spending money on a cell phone allows you not to have to spend money on a bunch of other things. Cell phones have GPSs in them, cell phones have calculators, they have flashlights, in a hundred different other ways you can use a cell phone that have replaced other things you had to go and spend money on in the past. Well, Amazon or Costco or any of these other places have essentially done the same thing. And just because you're spending a lot of your money on those places doesn't mean that you're spending it erratically. You could just have consolidated a lot of your other expenses into this certain area, but you don't know that unless you know what your other expenses are. And tracking your spending and seeing your financial picture in its reality as a whole will allow you to determine if that's the case or not. And like I mentioned before, tracking your spending enforces good habits and it allows you to break bad ones. In the way you change your habits, and this has been proven over and over and over again, starts with awareness. It starts with you becoming aware of what your bad habits are, specifically when it comes to spending, and it helps you continuously be aware of those. So when those situations come up in the future, you can try to make the good decision in that moment. And to start, you're probably going to fail a few times, but... When you come face-to-face with that reality enough, those little habits and those little changes in your subconscious are going to help you make good decisions moving forward, which in the end is going to allow you to have long-term success when it comes to your spending because you change those little habits and those little habits start with awareness. And awareness starts by tracking the reality of your spending every single month, not by trying to project it out on a budget based off of emotion because we all know that long-term that doesn't work. So that's my rant on why budgets don't work and what you should do instead. If you're looking for more information about the podcast, myself, or FarmDFP, feel free to visit the firm's website at farmdfp.com. Also, feel free to check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, FarmD Financial Planning, for more great insight. Email podcast at farmdfp.com with questions, topics, or ideas you'd like to hear more about. Finally, until next time, FarmD Nation, be well. The Farm D Money podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions expressed on the show are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or investment advice.